Hello and welcome to Die Hard Learning Podcast, episode number 59. 59. Yeah. We know that because we just checked. Because we just checked this time <laughs> so that we didn't get it wrong. Um, and it's a really yeah. wholesome movie today. This is one of the more wholesome action movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> big, big game. Big game. Yeah. With old Samuel Jackson. As the president as, of the United States. As the president of the United <laughs> States. And it's weird. I, I think only Samuel Jackson can pull this off where he's simultaneously like a total badass and like a total wuss at the same time. <laughs> exactly. I, it's so crazy how well he pulls that off. Um, you know, like one minute it's like, oh, yeah, it's all Samuel J. He's going to start shooting and killing people. And then it's like, no, nope, he's going to like whine and cry and get beat up. <laughs> yeah, I remember I read an article about an interview with the director and he talked about like how like the choreographers would come up with all these cool fight sequences, but then they'd be like, well, no, he can't fight. So you have to get rid of all that shit. <laughs> right. It's not supposed to be like Mr. On the ground, traditional badass. Yeah. Um, and and then, that's basically the point of the movie is that he's the lame duck president. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he inspires he inspires little Finnish boys to to be better people and show their courageousness and show how they they're great hunters. <laughs> yeah, and the bad guy, the guy who plays the bad guy, like the first time I ever saw that actor, um, was in Sex in the City, and he was Sarah Jessica Parker's character's like boyfriend in Sex in the City, and even though that was like fifteen years ago or maybe even longer. Um, I still like, like, don't have any badass credentials for him because, you know, it's like, oh, I'm the. Now, is that the same guy? Is that, the, is that the same guy? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because, because he looks, he looks like one of the other. I mean, I never watched it, but I know he looks like the one guy. But I, I didn't follow it. So I didn't know if this guy was Ray Stevenson was on it too. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not the I'm not the Sex in the City City Master. Yeah, I lived. Yeah. While Sex in the City was big, I was living with two girls, so I watched uh, every episode of Sex in the City twice. Um, <laughs> I guess Great. I guess I shouldn't really be admitting that publicly, but <laughs> but yeah, I did. And so, like, whenever I see the guy, and he plays a bad guy, and he plays a badass like all the time, I'm like, well, yeah, but. You were like this dude, this chick's like pansy boyfriend on like the most girly television series ever made. So, <laughs> but he's in like all of these movies now. Yeah, yeah, he's like the king of them. He's in all of them. And and to be fair to him, like I was sitting there going, you know, he's not really doing a bad job. I just have him typecast ridiculously poorly. Mm. You know, he actually does a pretty decent job of being a, a traitorous jerk. And um, the way he dies is so fantastic that the dude, the dude with the arrow, the arrow is not enough to pierce his skin, but it is enough to knock the bullet close enough to his heart to kill him. That's right. I think I think what's missing from that moment though, I watched it again. I was like, was like seeing like a a Street Fighter esque like X ray. I was thinking the same. Of the thing. bullet yeah. going to because it's like because at first it was like wait. Like, you just have to kind of assume, like, you have to remember, like, 
at the beginning that they said that it's like there's no like callback to it at all or right. anything. <laughs> it just yeah. looks like it's like knocked in there. He's like, Whoa. what? Oh, it's gonna kill me. Um, uh, yeah, or like I don't know if you ever watched the old show CSI, uh, where they were like recreate when they'd recreate the murders that they were investigating, where it would show like the inside of the person and like where the bullet actually <laughs> entered their lung and everything like that would be cool. Like if it did, you know, and it was like the ultimate like cool trick shot where he knocks his chest just yeah. perfectly. So it gives the bullet like the perfect angle to pierce the dude's heart and kill him while he's riding out of a helicopter. No, like uh Romeo must, Romeo's must die does that too. Yeah. yeah. Jelly movie. Okay. When he like breaks, like like break slams, like it goes like does like an X ray and you see it snap and stuff, which is oh, really cool. Nice. More movies should do that. that. <laughs> I was just, I, for a second, I thought you were referring to the Gary Oldman movie Romeo is bleeding, and I was like, what? Nah, like Jet Li's like first was it his first one or one of his first Amer- like American like English movies, movies, right? Oh, yeah, we'll definitely. I'll definitely have to check that out. Always love some Jet Li, and I love the Gary Oldman movie Romeo is Bleeding. Like the the scene where he's fighting the one armed chick in the car, and she's going like completely psycho on him is so great, man. I, we need more movies doing weird stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's a proper Blu-ray release yet. Huh. Yeah, I don't even know if I can find <laughs> like that if I tried. I probably could. I guess it's the internet, but still, it's not like something you could just easily. Get a hold of. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen a couple posts about, but now, um, I came to the conclusion too that in all of these action movies that we watch, there's one mm-hmm. like super vital element about the bad guy that they all like have to follow, or I guess the movies just don't work at all. And that is like when the bad guy dies, he has to fall off something really high. Like, is there a movie where the bad guy, when he dies, he doesn't fall off of a very far height? Like, even if he gets shot or, you know, beat up or whatever, he still like gets thrown off of something really high. That's like super important. I think it just means he's really, really, really dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, there can be no question, you know, they, and even that doesn't kill him. Sometimes they like mysteriously survive. Uh, in the better ones. Speaking of that, on just one is like being attacked, right? And they 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 shove Sam Sam Jackson out into like the whatever it is the the skate pod, and then like the Secret Service are jumping out after him with the parachutes, and then Ray Stevenson, the bad guy, right? Like, the bad guy, he jumps out, and then as he's falling. The missiles like fly around him and hit the <laughs> hit Air Force One. It's <laughs> like an amazing shot of him just like falling like through the air and like you see the missiles like go past him, right? And like hit Air Force One. I was like that shot. I was like that shot is great. That shot was great fantastic. Shot. <laughs> it's a great and shot. I love how confident he was. Like he's like, okay, I'm jumping out of the back of this plane. And I'm going to do it backwards, and I'm not even going to look, even though I know I'm going to be surrounded by missiles, explosions, carnage, and death. It's like, no sweat for me. I'm cool. I'm totally cool with that. I feel like wouldn't that knock the bullet close to his heart? Like, like a parachute, like, jerk or something? (laughs) Shouldn't that? That's even more painful. You know, jumping out of a plane at 30,000 feet, 
with missiles shooting at you would maybe elevate your heart rate. Like, I know, okay, sure, you're a cool motherfucker. Like, nothing gets to you. But come on, dude, you're jumping out of a freaking plane backwards with missiles shooting at you. I mean, those magical pills you're taking, I think it can only do so much. I mean, yeah. And, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a biochemical engineer or anything, but, like, what kind of pill is going to stop a bullet from entering your heart? You know, like now, if he were and Iron Man, we you had to... I would be cool. If he, if he, like, you know, had some sort of device put in his chest with magnets in it, like, okay, all right, I get that. Like, I, like, like, like Iron Man, yeah. <laughs> like Iron Man, but uh, and what pills do you can you take like every like five minutes? I, I've never seen. I've seen I don't know any pills you can take like every five minutes. Yeah. Um, and, like at the very beginning, whenever I mean, I like, so, Jackson, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's. Where he was like, oh, you know, I'd take a bullet to not have to go to another one of these meetings. Oh, wait, that was insensitive to say to a guy who actually took a bullet for me. And I'm like, man, come on. If you had a bro who took a bullet for you, it's your bro duty to make jokes about that, like, all the fucking time. <laughs> you would know about it all the time. You know, trust like, me. Yeah. Like, he'd be like, hey, dude, I just recorded this rap song about freaking getting shot for you. How do you feel? And I'd be like, number one with a bullet. <laughs> I feel like I know people who, like, have lesser problems that they bring up every five minutes. I was like, and you, this guy, your friend's got, like, a bullet in his chest for you because of you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's going to tell you on a daily basis what he's done for you. <laughs> Well, and I felt like I felt like that should have been explored, like not a whole lot more, but like maybe just a couple more lines of dialogue. Like, yeah, that crazy Islamist, or oh, the freaking pro-life dude that didn't like your status, assassinated you, or you know, just like some sort of backstory as to why this guy took a bullet and like why he was busy. Like he goes, "Hey man, why uh, why are you doing this?" And he's like, "Well, if you're not smart enough to figure it out, I'm not going to tell you." And I'm like, "Fuck, man, I'm not smart enough to figure it out, and you're making the movie for me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like his his whole thing was just like it wasn't quite explained, and yeah, like I agree with that. That like too much backstory is usually a problem, but like just a little more would have, would have helped with this. Yeah, especially since the movie is only like an hour and twenty minutes before the credits roll. <laughs> like, right? You know, like oh well. Dude, I took a bullet for you, and then I come home, and you're like stuck with my wife. Like that, I would get, you know, like or, you know, I took a bullet yeah. for you, and you're still, and like it kind of even covers it, like where he's like, I'm sorry, they're making you retire. I'm like, if it was like, oh, well, I took a bullet for you, and you couldn't even say, hey, this dude's pretty good at his job. Don't fire him, <laughs> you know, like that one, exactly. that I would get, you know. But it was just sort of like, nope, I, I've got. I mean, and now granted, they gave him ten million dollars, and that. That's a pretty good motivator. Uh, but I feel yes. like a guy who's willing to take a bullet for the president is also the same kind of guy who's not willing to freaking compromise $10 million. Who won't instantly be like, wait a second. <laughs> like, I took this bullet for you. Now I'm not sure, so sure. <laughs> like, no, I would double down on, like, even if you felt that way, you'd be like, no, I really meant to take this bullet for this guy. Yeah, and I kind of love that the spy master at the end got away with it. You know, like... He was like, okay, well, our, our attempted coup failed. And he's like, do you think it'll get back to, to us? And he's like, no, because I'm going to break your neck in the bathroom. And nobody's going to question that at all. Uh, that You guys, the two of you went into the bathroom together. You took a wee. And then all of a sudden, two minutes later, he freaking slips and breaks his neck and dies. 
Like, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the that was the thing too. Like, they didn't really explore that part of it either. That was just like a last minute, like, like kind of twist. Yeah, like, oh, these guys are actually way. in on it, but like. But the vice president was like, oh, that fucking goddamn pussy president. Oh, I want to blow things up. And this guy doesn't want to do anything. Right. And now I can't. Instead, yeah. they, they like, instead he was just like, oh, this plan that we had failed. Now what? Well, like, was, you're just as big of a pussy as, as, the, as the president, apparently. It was weird, too. The first time the vice president came in, my first thought was, oh, he's trying to. He's, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the guy who's trying. He's trying to kill the president so he can be president. Uh, and then yeah. I kind of like, you know, then I kind of just thought, didn't think about it again until the end. But yeah, it would have been nice to have a little bit of motivation there. Like, you know, oh, I, I can't be president because the American public like doesn't like me enough, but they like me enough to be vice president. So I'll just force their hand, like kind of like, a, um, you know, like in House of Cards or something. But well, I mm. guess we didn't need that much because the real the real story is about the little Finnish kid wanting to be his dad. <laughs> which is amazing <laughs> that uh, story is awesome it was awesome although the version of the movie i watched didn't translate any of the finish i don't know if it was like that for you so the first like maybe seven minutes of the film for me was just them you don't know speaking, what's going on <laughs> yeah just like them speaking finnish and it's like you kind of get an idea like you know it's like the kids freaking bar mitzvah or something and he has to kill a deer and eat its heart to prove that he's a man now and he can't pull his bow back far enough to kill a deer like you do get that but i'm kind of like well yeah like but then there's like a bunch more it's like why did they have to have so much dialogue that i don't understand and i guess it was just because because i was kind of watching a mm. shitty version of it but i think i think most of that's right i think what what happens is like when he can't pull the bow back, the, the the one guy, the older guy who like stands up, he makes basically makes a speech. Yeah, that's as to why was, they. I was like, what? I mean, they, I mean, he basically just says like, oh, you go out, you this is what we do, you go out there, and the you know the jungle provides for you or not. You know, it's like the the jungle gives you what you need. Blah blah right. blah. Like the whole Spartan and thing like, where they used to take their like 13, yeah. 14 year old boys, strip them, but then like and but, throw them out in but, the woods. I mean, basically the same thing. But the one guy, like when he like leans over to his like the guy, the kid's dad's like, "Are you sure about this? He's not. He's not. He can't do this." And the dad's like, "No, send him off." And he's like, <laughs> and the old guy's basically like, "You're lost." Yeah. I'm like what? Uh, yeah, man. Like okay. But yeah. but the thing too with the with uh, when they're in the car driving, when they're looking at the map, he said, "This is where the good like where I always have luck." Right. That, 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 I mean, that's what he tells him, like in Finnish. I think he's in Finnish still. Yeah. And that's where he left, like, the chest, the freezer of the deer. Oh, I see, because he was setting him up to basically be like, look, I don't want you to fail. You're my kid. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You'll basically. shoot a deer eventually. Yeah, so that's why that, that like, they don't say that, but yeah, because he's like, here's the X on the map. He's like, go here, and you'll find deer, and realize that the dad had no... Yeah, and, uh, no, uh, I thought the culture that we were raised in really was into hunting deer. <laughs> I guess, I guess we're kind of sissy. Where you know, if you don't shoot a deer, they just say better luck next time. And well, and they also yeah. start you out with guns and then give you bows and arrows later. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like this movie a lot. I mean, it's PG thirteen, so it could have used a little more blood to just make it radar. I think right. for sure, it could have just gone a little further. Well, but boobies. I like this movie a lot, and like. 
What's that? Or boobies, even though there's no real women in the movie at <laughs> there's all. No, there's no... I don't think... I can't actually... like a... There could be a bad guy, I guess, who was like a villainess. Yeah, well, I'm like just trying. Need. I'm trying to think if there was like even any women in the war room, and I, I mean, there might have been like as extras, but there's I don't one. Know. Is there? Okay, okay. Well, at least there's one. Uh, well, then that's the thing too. Let's let's talk about the war room, which is like four, like like kind of like you kind of like your character actor guys, like you got the like vice president who's in a lot of stuff, and you got. The Jim Broadbent who comes in, who's the analyst with the sandwich that you only see in movies with the left sticking out the sides. Right. <laughs> you only see people in movies eating those types of sandwiches. And then you got Felicity Huffman, who's the woman. And then you got Ted Levine, who's Buffalo Bill from yeah, Sounds yeah. of the Lambs. And, he's and you got those guys, amazing. like, every now and then, just like, they just come back to them every now and then, like, looking at a screen and saying, point that satellite that way, point this this way, and just a bunch of gobbledygook. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I love the whole idea that this guy, who the original guy who was supposed to be the a main bad guy, that his whole motivation was that, you know, he was a big game hunter and and killing the president of the United States was like the greatest trophy you could get. I was like, this dude is fucking awesome. He's like the old Spider-Man villain, Craven. I was like, this is great. That's right. That's right. It's fucking He's Craven. even dressed like him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's fucking Craven. Like, and, and so I was actually kind of disappointed when it turns out he was just a pawn. Like, I didn't want him to be the pawn. I wanted him to be like the total bad guy. And he turned out to kind of be a wuss. Yeah, like at the end, he says something like, "Oh, I'm on your side." Don't like something or other, but that didn't quite make any sense either. Yeah, yeah, like like, I, mean, like I was, I was, I was trying to figure out like what that, like what's that? I don't understand what that. Well, meant and it at was, all. it was such foreshadowing, you know. Like he's like, if it's any constellation, yeah. I'm on your side, even though that doesn't help. And so I'm like, okay, so you know, like in 20 minutes or something, it's gonna come out that they wanted to just straight up yeah. kill him, and this guy lobbied to keep him alive, or. You know, he was doing this to try and stop a war in Chechnya. Or, you know, like, he'd have some sort of noble motivation. But, like, yeah. he died way before they even explained why he was saying that. Well, then, like, that's the best the best line. Like, the helicopter pilot's like, what are you guys out here for? And, like, his the first line of that guy's is, like, big game. Uh-huh. Like, yes! Yeah, there's a some, line. There's, some, there's <laughs> definitely some pretty awesome lines in this. This definitely delivers on that. And it sucks because now I can't remember it. Like right before he shoots the arrow at the guy oh, and he doesn't say like game over, but he, he says something like that. I was just like, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. What does, what does he say? I just watched it again. What does like, he say? It was it's so like this weird, like, Schwarzenegger like... style, you know? Yeah, it's like the whole crescendo, like the, the like the Air Force One is like blunt, like yeah. It's hard to explain like what's happening, but it's like Air Force One is in like a this 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 um this um this water and it explodes. But Sam Jackson and his kid are in like the eject seat, so it blows them up, a la Die Hard Two, and blows them up just far enough uh, to come in contact with the helicopter with the bad guy who's flying away and the little kid with the arrow, like, you know, pulls it back and says something and like, you know, fires the arrow at him with all this music swelling and this and that oh, and the arrows awesome. flying towards, towards the bad guy. And then it just like taps him on the chest. And at first you're like, Oh, but then like we just explained before, it actually forces the bullet that's in this guy's chest into um, his heart. chest to, to, to his heart to die, <laughs> which is, yeah. kind of, it was just amazing. 
I, I, I liked. I did like that. And I mean, overall, this movie was so fun because it was a wholesome action movie. And I've, I don't know if I've ever actually seen that. And I've also, it's like so rare that there's no love interest in at all. Like you think, okay, he's the president of the United States. He probably has a first lady. He probably has a wife. They're like, hey, his plane blew up, and he's like MIA in Finland. Should we call his wife? It's like, nah. We'll keep her in the dark. Yeah. I don't even think he mentions the first lady at all. He he does in the very beginning because whenever he walks in, he sees the cookies. Oh, yeah, with the cookies. He says, you're not going to tell the first lady, are you? And, you know, and he's like, nah, man. He's like, if I I got shot in the chest, I'm eating a fucking cookie, bro. He's like, one thing I've learned from being shot in the chest is when you want a cookie, you eat a cookie. Yeah. (laughs) That's your lesson? Right. (laughs) When you're getting shot in the chest? Yeah. Like, um, I should... Pick up a different uh, uh, job. Yeah. <laughs> make make amends with my friends and family. And make sure that like everything's right with them, and I spend as much time with them as possible. Nah, eat the fucking nah. cookie, bro. When you want a cookie, <laughs> eat a fucking cookie. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like it's, it's he's not wrong. You know, he's definitely no. eat the cookie when you can, but. I mean, and especially whenever he knows that that guy's gonna about to go, through, he's gonna need them calories. What with traipsing around the woods and getting thrown out of a, and like, does Air Force One really have like a moon landing unit in it? You know, like they put him in this. Big, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Big like <laughs> I just came back from the moon land, like re- return entry pod. Maybe that's what I was kind of wondering too. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe there's some research done. I. This, this doesn't seem like a research type of movie. I'd like to be honest. You know what movie kind of like this makes me kind of want to see is Air Force One. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because this is kind of like it. And I saw like I saw that one time in the theaters, and I remember like not liking it, uh, and yeah. thinking it was really funny because me and my aunt won't watched it together, and it was like terrible. And she was like, "Yeah, Air mm. Force One, audience zero." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! And I was like, "That's awesome!" Wow. <laughs> um, but like, I remember we saw that, uh, but um, that Deep Creek um, yeah. theater when it was new, right? We went up there to see it, and we're like, "Yeah, man, that was really good." But then the more we thought about, it, we're like, "Wait a second, was it really good, or was it just really loud?" Yeah. <laughs> and then we realized it was just like, "Wait, it was just really loud." <laughs> Well, like, I feel like I ought to go back to it just because now that I have a real appreciation for and I really like enjoy and love like cheesy action movies, I feel like that might actually be pretty high up on the list. And I just, you know, I was too much of a, you know, like movies are an art form thing because that was definitely back when we were in our, you know, like Ingmar Bergman freaking, you know, Woody Allen, like everything has to be Scorsese or better for us to give it time. Uh, you yeah. know, back then, and like now, it's kind of like I've definitely loosened up on what I like in movies for sure. Yeah, I, rem- I remember. We, I mean, we could watch that next week for sure because it, it falls into the category for sure. I just remember William H Macy is in it, right? Right. And what what does he say? He says something when, when they when they when they they kill one of the guys or something. It's like we have guns now. He like it literally says we have guns now. Like <laughs> like as he's holding a gun, I'm like. Yeah, you have. Yeah, we see that. You're it's the like, bad guys. Well, and it's, it also it's like, has Gary are... Oldman in it too, so it, it can't be all bad. He, I mean, he's he's the best part, obviously. And you know, get was, off my plane is a, it's a classic line. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. um, 
Was, was whatchamacallit the Winston Churchill movie he just made? Was that the first time he'd ever won an Oscar? I think so. I think, so. I think that was his Oscar Oscar bid for sure. Uh, and that's, I think that's yeah. kind of sad because he's like such an amazing actor. Uh, but like he maybe needs I think, like, a I think better... he's got, I mean, I... What's that? I was going to say maybe he needs like a better agent or something because he's like an amazing actor, but sometimes he doesn't do like the <clears> best <throat> movies or the best roles. Yeah, he he, he kind of has like I mean he's been doing much better lately I think, right? But yeah, like I think that the the Churchill thing was like instant like I'm gonna win an Oscar for this if I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm gonna freak out. But like, like but, but he's had way I think he's had way better roles than that for sure. Same here. Like I saw it and I did like, it was okay. And I mean, yes, he did a great job being Winston Churchill and the movie was pretty, mm. I mean, it was all right, but it's like, as far as Gary Oldman roles, I can think of so many better, like Romeo is bleeding. I mean, he was amazing in that or, you know, Sid and Nancy, like why did he not win an actor, an Oscar for Sid and Nancy? <laughs> it's a freaking iconic movie. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, that's like his, one of his better roles and like the Dracula role is amazing. And like, uh, should you ever make you, I feel like, like back in the day, I always, made everybody watch movies sure. should i ever make you guys watch uh state of grace with sean Penn? yeah absolutely you did that's a great movie his performance in that is so fucking good like it's yeah. insane uh, that's the one that where they're gangsters right like the irish gangsters and, yeah because um, like sean Penn's like a, I, an undercover cop or whatever and goes back to hell's kitchen or whatever and and whatchamacallit ed harris is also amazing in that right yeah he's like the yeah and, gangster right and Robin Wright's in it, and like a bunch of other, like just like oh John C. It's an early John C. Riley as well. Okay, really yeah, yeah. Um, and like, yeah, there's such <clears throat> there's such good character development in that movie. Like the part where uh, Ed Harris has to kill the screw up, and like he's like, which is John C. Riley. <laughs> yeah, John, yeah, he has to kill John C. Riley, and he's kind of like, I know that this is wrong, and you're my boy, and I should be defending you, but you've got to die. Sorry, buddy. And like, he's even apologizing <laughs> to him, like while he's cutting his throat. It's so great. He's like, Oh, you're a fuck up. And then like John C. Riley says something like about his mom or something. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to enjoy this now. I'm like, Whoa, that's yeah. quick. Yeah. He's like, "Never mind. You gave me the excuse I needed. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean... We're going to have to watch that one again for a future podcast. Although I don't know if that fits in quite with air force one. I mean, maybe it does. We could do the whole dichotomy of Gary Oldman in, in Air Force One versus Gary Oldman in State of Grace. <laughs> we'll do an we'll do an Oldman off. Yeah. And see what's that what's happening. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. What is it recently? He was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Side, which I really like a right. lot, but a lot of people don't like it. But it's like it's like super subdued Gary Oldman, right? Which is amazing to watch as well. Well, and he, and his performances lately have been kind of like you know subdued. Like I didn't even realize sometimes that he was who he was. Like when he was in Gotham, I didn't even realize that he was in it for like eight episodes, and I was like, wait a minute, that's fucking Gary Oldman! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> or not Gotham. I'm sorry. Did you? Not I'm not not Gotham in the Dark Knight movies when he plays Jim Gordon. In oh the yeah, Dark yeah. Knight movies. You know, like I watched them and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Who's I, I like kind of like Jim Gordon. Who is that? And then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that younger man all of a sudden? Yeah. Because he looks like yo way younger too. Yeah, and well, and that's just so kind of of the mark of a great actor is when 
this is somebody who you're super familiar with their work and a fan of, and you still don't recognize him right away. Like, that's awesome. Did you ever see him on, was it, I think it was, like, Conan talking about his Call of Duty um, voice work? No. And how it's, like, the best, and all you do is just, like, like sit there all day and say, like, like move on! Yeah. Move on! And just say, like, like, the same lines over and over again, like, all day. He's like, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah, actually, I played... He's like, get down! Get down! <laughs> like, I, uh, I play the game Payday 2, and it's really... Yeah. Payday 2 is a fantastic game, if you ever get the chance to play it. It's, um... Like a bank robbery game, and you know you're okay, in, yeah, yeah. you're in a four man crew of bank robbers, <laughs> and uh, what's so ingenious about it is there's two ways to play every bank robbery. Um, um, there's mm. the easy way, which is basically blast your way in, steal the loot, and fight your way out. Like you know, kill all the cops until you can get back to your getaway vehicle. But for the bonus, you can actually do like a bank robbery, bank robbery where. Like, you get, you get everybody to go in without their masks and put them into position. And then everybody, like, coordinates and puts on their masks. And, like, your job is you have to go grab the tellers before they push any of the silent alarms. And then, like, another guy's job is to sit there and answer the phone so people don't get suspicious when they call in the bank and nobody answers the phone. And then, like, another guy has to, like, watch the freaking front without a mask and tell customers that there's a water main broke so that more customers don't come in. And, like, it's so cool because there's this, it, like, if you pull it off, it's so satisfying. Like, every robbery has a way <laughs> where you can pull the robbery off without the cops showing up at all. Uh, but it's, like, super complicated. <laughs> and, but, like, it, it's so hard but so freaking satisfying when you actually pull it off. Uh, but anyway, where I was going with that was uh, Corey Feldman plays one of the crew rep, crew members in the robbery and I just can't stop oh, like, like can't stop hearing his voice. Like I'm like, holy shit, it's Corey Feldman. It's like, no, no, this is supposed to be like some really hard, badass bank robber. It's like, no, nah, it's Corey Feldman. <laughs> Who still does like teenage mutant ninja turtle voices like to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Like he does like I think he does like the new movies still and I think he even does like the animated T V show. Right. And he did like the a voice back in the day of the original Teenage right. Ninja Turtles movie. So it's like He's always a turtle for some reason. Yeah, why not? I mean, hey, it's probably a good paying gig, you know. Uh, and there's, yeah. a, you know, there's a lot of actors like that, like uh, Eddie Deason, who's a sort of uh, <clears throat> B movie actor from where Trevor and I are from. You know, he was in all kinds of movies in the late seventies and early eighties, and then he just sort of vanished from movies entirely. Uh, but it's not like he stopped working. Uh, he'd been in a million freaking cartoons you know, like up until just a few years ago. And, you know, I didn't even know that. Like, um, my, our friend is, is neighbors with the guy's parents. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, whatever happened to him? He was like really in movies. He's like, oh, he's always worked as an actor. Just like not on camera. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, when you watch a cartoon, like sometimes you'll hear like his voice will pop up all the time. Yeah. And, and, you know, of course, that's one of those things. I'm not sure how big of a, a fan club Eddie Deason has, but the entire city of Cumberland, like, all love him and know who he is. Because <laughs> he was in Greece. Yeah. He's definitely no William H. Macy, who was also from Cumberland. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I may have even... Um, I may have even mention that on the podcast, that they renamed the street that he grew up on, Macy Boulevard. Did they really? I had no idea. Yeah, like you know where um, Lion's Chicken is. 
Yeah. Like uh, on Braddock Road there where they did the Lion's Chicken cook Yeah. Okay, that's where he lived. Mm. And it used to be something ah. else, like Apple Bottom Road, but now it's Macy Boulevard because I'm pretty sure because that's where <laughs> he grew up. And I mean, fair enough. I mean, nice. You know, it's not like Cumberland's going to produce another William H. Macy anytime soon. I don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, do you watch uh, Shameless at all? No, I don't. It was all right. Now I, I haven't watched any of them like last three or four seasons, but the first two seasons of that were really really funny. Uh, and I think I started watching an episode or two, and I I just couldn't quite get into it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, his character is just so awesome. Like, uh, yeah, I haven't seen a good Bill Macy performance in a while. Yeah, like there's an, but... there's an episode where he's sitting at the bar and this dude sits down at the bar next to him and he's like, hey, I'll buy you a drink. And he's like, okay. Uh, he's like, what are you so down about? And he's like, oh, my wife just threw me out of the house and she's done. She, we're getting a divorce. It's terrible. And he's like, oh, William Macy's character's like, he's like, oh, that's terrible. I got to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. And then like it cuts and he's like walking up to the woman's house with flowers. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dude. <laughs> It is. That so, sounds like yeah. He he's channeling his Cumberland for that for sure. He channels oh, yeah, his Cumberland he's roots. Definitely for that. pulling his Cumberland, <laughs> pulling deep into the Cumberland roots for that. Uh, apparently, it's a remake of an Irish show, and I'd kind of like to see the Irish show, uh, just because the American yeah, version is so that. like over the top. I can imagine the Irish show is probably even worse. <laughs> But uh, if we're getting yeah. shameless, let's think. Is there anything else we should comment on to, for big game? Or I don't think so. I think we. I think we covered enough. I think everybody should see it. The five people listening, yeah, and should it, probably go watch it. It's really fun if you haven't seen it already. And um, if you take a bullet for the president, don't get shot with any arrows. Is the lesson <laughs> yes. I took away from that. And I guess we're gonna. Do I took it away from eat, eat a cookie or two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to do what the, the last, or I'm sorry, Air Force One and what was the other good care? Oh, State of Grace. You want to do this too? All right, cool. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Those are, they don't fit together at all other than Gary Oldman's in both of them. So that works. All right, cool. Cool. Nice. We'll all right. That. We'll do this. <laughs> cool. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.